Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for today's conversation. And welcome to Shots of Grace Radio. This is Pastor Keith here with Pastor Steve. So glad to be back together again with you today as we continue in our Live Wise series, a study on the book of Proverbs. And today's is going to be a fantastic conversation. I'm looking forward to it. But Pastor Steve, it is really good to be back together again. I know. It seems like forever, huh? It really does. <laughs> we had a great series, um, a couple of episodes that you did. Uh, we played your sermon uh, from Romans 7 on the that dead scarecrow. Crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. It was, uh, it's also, it's always awesome when, when you're, when you're doing something, you know, and as you're putting it together, there's, there's not only is there a conviction, you know, but it's the, the unworthiness that you feel to even open up the word of God and share something. So, uh, a, su- such a magnificent truth that you yourself are just like blown away. Mm-hmm. It's it, that, that one was for me, you know, looking looking into that, I just I, I saw me in a very in in a in a very human way. It just it crushes everything about human autonomy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it just you know, um, and and then to to segue into to Romans eight, man, where where there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ, mm-hmm. those that are in Christ, that is the key. And so, I I I enjoyed it. I I love God's word, and as, as you do, and so yeah, yeah, and being a preacher. You know, there's a lot of weeks where we're prepping for sermons and, you know, we're just kind of going, I don't, I don't want to say going through the motions, but there is just kind of a week to week faithful to go sure. through the text to teach the congregation. And then you come up on what you did with that text, just the way that God just shows up and speaks to you as the preacher, you know, that yeah. this this is deeper than just a Sunday message. There's more happening here and and you get excited about it and you share it and you know people's lives yeah. uh, are changed and people respond to it some people they don't see the difference but yeah. you know as a preacher well if it wasn't for God's presence showing yeah. up th- this would in yeah. some ways be another week so hey if you're listening and you really enjoyed uh listening to pastor Steve's message you can visit rhutah.church and click our sermons page and you can catch up uh, from the Book of Romans. Currently, that series is what is being preached at Redemption Hill Church uh, in Saratoga Springs. So that's going pretty good too, Pastor yeah. Steve. Yeah. Before we get started, why don't, I mean, why don't you give us an update because River oh, yeah. now has been going for for a few weeks, three, four weeks now, yeah. right? And how's things going there? Oh, going really good. We we've had our fourth Sunday, so we're coming up on our fifth Sunday uh, this weekend, and there has been such an incredible outpouring of God's grace and joy in the team. I know you experienced it when you guys launched the excitement that people have, you know, when, when a new church starts, Mm. um, just to see that turn into, uh, just joy in welcoming visitors. And, um, you know, we've seen some, some reunions of people that, you know, were kind of wandering and drifting and, and their friends go into river community church now. So I think more than anything, I'm I've been excited about the group of people that God built the team, and just to see the team working together to to serve people. And we're meeting uh, Sunday evenings in a Presbyterian church, 
in West Jordan at five o'clock. And we, uh, Pastor Joss and I, our co-pastor, we uh, met with the lead pastor of their church yesterday just to pray and fellowship and encourage one another and share in the joy of, of what God's been doing. So we've, awesome. we've been going through a series called Be the Church and uh, teaching um, ourselves through the Word of God, letting God teach us on what it means beyond doing church, but actually to be the church. Mm. You know, what God is calling us to as as individuals, but also collectively. And so um, we've we've learned some things, and this week we're focusing on prayer and, and how God calls us to prayer in Acts chapter 1 on. You see how many times prayer was central to, to pivotal points in the early church and, and decisions that needed to be made, so... Yeah, it's it's been great, and if you're listening and you want to find out what we're doing, we're at cometotheriver.church, and uh, you can listen to a couple of our sermons. We've got a few weeks up there and and uh, see some pictures, and it's, awesome. it's pretty cool. So we're Love definitely it. grateful to what God is doing and thankful for Redemption Hill Church's well, part in that. We're in it with you, brother, so God bless you guys as you proceed forward with that. That's right awesome. on, right on. So we're in Proverbs. We're talking about living wise. And uh, we're going to start off with Proverbs 11, verse 14, and talk about the importance of having good counsel in your life. Hmm. Where do we go for advice? Who are we looking to? What are we listening to when we have questions about just life in general, whether it's you know big decisions or just kind of the everyday things? Everybody's pulling from a, a reservoir of information, and hopefully we're pulling from a reservoir of wisdom <laughs> Uh, found in God's Word. And so there's a couple of verses, key verses here in Proverbs that has always shaped and encouraged me, and I want to read those, and then we can talk about where do we go for advice. Starting in Proverbs 11, verse 14, it says, Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. In Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 a similar thought is echoed, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. You know, it is so important for us to realize that we've not been put on the earth to go it alone. We have definitely been made for relationship and made for community. We've been made to have a relationship first with God, you know, our Father. And God gives wisdom. He's a source of wisdom. And in the everyday um you know, activities of life, we're constantly being faced with decisions that need to be made, and mm. and they can seem very small or very big. But the decisions we make, the choices we make, what they're doing is they're setting our course. Right, we're on a we're on a trajectory. We're going down a path. There's a, a book um, by Pastor Andy Stanley called uh, "The Principle of the Path," and he basically says something that makes a lot of sense, and that is, you are where you plan to be. Hmm. You know, and and the failure to plan is still a plan, right? You're, you're planning to fail. There's so many of us in life, we kind of show up to where we are, and we say, how did I get here, you know? And and the Bible tells us, you get where you plan to be. So how are you planning mm-hmm. to be there, and where do we go for advice? Pastor Steve, any thoughts on on this as we as we get going? Yeah, you know, Keith, this is a great, you know, we've, I've always, I've shared this with our church, I've shared it with our leaders, um, and and that is, I like to have three outlets of accountability Mm. in my life. Um, Number one, I'm obviously, I want to be pouring into other people, right? I want to have somebody in my life that 
that I'm pouring in the experiences that, that God has given me in this life. And number two, I want to have an iron sharpens iron that would be like you and me. We're side mm. by side. You know, we're in the same place in life. We're, 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 we're getting through it, you know. Right. And then I always want to have a, a person that's pouring into me, an yeah. older person, and a mentor, someone who's a few miles down the road in this thing called living faith, you know, mm. th- than I am. And I can bounce things off of. And, and, and I have that in, 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 in a friend as well. Um, and, and I think that's important, Keith, because what it does is, is not, number one, it shows that that when you have someone in your life that you're receiving counsel from, you're you're acknowledging that you don't know everything. You you don't that's you know, important. You, you don't have all wisdom and matters. I mean, that's just that's ridiculous, right? And 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 when you do think you you do, I mean, I, I think Proverbs eighteen one says that um, that he who isolates himself, he seeks his own counsel, and he quarrels against all sound judgment. Mm. And 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 that's a that's a reality for a lot of people that think they know everything about life. And so when you isolate yourself from having others have input, you actually only seek your own counsel. And not only do you seek your own counsel, it says you quarrel against sound judgment. And I don't think there's a better place in scripture where we see the where where this where this outworks itself out of out of scripture than in the case of Rehoboam and Jeroboam. Oh, right? great story. I, I think when 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 Solomon was passing on and and Rehoboam was becoming king. You know, Israel, the northern portion of Israel at, at that point had had become kind of separated from the mm-hmm. south, you know. Mm-hmm. And so and so Jeroboam had actually left to go to Egypt. And so upon Solomon dying and Rehoboam coming in, he, um, uh, Jeroboam came back and he said, and all the people of Israel from the north gathered and said, hey, look, your, your, your father Solomon, he laid a yoke on us, man. We, we didn't feel a part of the community. So if you lighten that yoke, then then we'll serve you. We'll, we'll be one. Now, we obviously know in God's providence that, you know that wasn't going to happen. The kingdom was going to be torn because of what Solomon uh, had done in his disobedience. Right. But then Rehoboam says, "Give me three days." Okay, so good. He wasn't hasty. That's right. that's a good thing. But then he consulted two people, two groups of people: the elders that walked with Solomon, that were wise, had lived life, and they said, "Hey, lighten the load, man. Lighten the load. No, they'll be your servants." But then. He went to his friends that he grew up with, the guys that thought they knew it, everything. And they said, oh, man, put your thumb on their neck, man. Bring those guys in. They're rebellious. Right. So he goes back and it says he rejected there in first in first Kings chapter 12. He rejected the counsel of the wow. elders and he went with the counsel of the young people. And Keith, what ensued from that was the the people of Israel in the north saying every man to his tent let let the south be as as, as it is and and the nation split and yeah. so we're talking how important is right counsel countries are split over right <laughs> right and you got to wonder if as he's writing uh proverbs 11 you know if maybe he could see things happening in his own kingdom by experience and he says where there is no guidance a people falls i mean hmm. the unity that that israel had had achieved under solomon's rulership was coming apart that's right. And and it, without the right counsel, without the right advice, it, it wasn't just going to be the, a matter of keeping the kingdom together. You're talking about uh, centuries after this yeah. uh, of, of devastation for both Israel and Judah. That's um, right. And, and that's what happens. And you obviously see times of revival and times where God intervenes, um, but the kingdom was never the same after right. that. It was never what it should be. So, so you mentioned a few things, and, and just kind of highlight these before we go to our break how important it is for us to have three key relationships. 
to have someone that we are mentoring, because God has brought you to where you are in life. You have something to share. You have something to give. And in humility, every person can be a teacher. Everybody can be an effective teacher, especially in the matters of following God and walking as Christians. So, so that is important, that you look for someone that you can build a relationship with, that you're available to, and you're investing in, just to help them have a good trajectory with life. You know, hey, do you need somebody just to bounce an idea off? I'll, I'll be here for that. Then iron sharpening iron. Two people, you're similar places in life, similar um, goals and visions in life. Hey, what are you learning? What are you thinking? You know, what, man, I need a sanity check. You want to, you want can mm. I run this by you? Mm. And it's safe, right? There's a trust there. We're not worried about, you know, information leaking. You know, this mm. is, this is a safe relationship and it's a sharpening relationship because you know me enough or I know you enough that you can say, you know, Keith, I think you're off on that. If I were in your shoes, mm. this is what I would do. And I take that not as, well, who do you think you are? But I take that as, wow, I should listen to that because not only if you were in my shoes, but you're in similar shoes, yeah. right? And then that wise person, who is that, that that older man, the older woman in your life that is speaking truth and wisdom to you to where if they say, I would not do that if I were you, you would you would take that almost like the words of a prophet, mm. you know, mm. that you would walk away from that going, I think I'm going to just take his advice and say no or say yes, depending on the situation. So it's really important for us to have those relationships uh, you're listening to Shouts of Grace. We're talking about living wise, having good counsel, getting good advice for the decisions of life. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve Pearson and Keith Radke. At Shouts of Grace Radio, we're thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah on the airways with good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Key Radio can be found online at keyradio.org, and your support of Key Radio makes programs like Shouts of Grace Radio possible. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for the conclusion of today's conversation. All right, so we're talking about godly counsel, the importance and the value of having a well of wisdom that is not just your own opinion. Uh, you, you mentioned, Pastor Steve, uh, Proverbs eighteen one about the person who isolates themselves and they rage against all sound judgment. But verse 2 says, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Mm. So we're mm. talking about the difference between opinion and wisdom, right? <laughs> My opinion doesn't matter. My opinion just can go, you know, and we say this, right? We, we try to be humble. In my humble opinion, <laughs> right? You know, it, it's my opinion. You don't have to take my advice, but in my opinion, you know, <laughs> what is your opinion? You know, it's, just an, it's just an opinion. What we're looking for is wisdom. So when you're going for counsel, and, and you gave the illustration of, of the difference between Jeroboam and Rehoboam, Rehoboam listens to the guys that he's got clout with. Mm. You know, the guys who, in a sense, are depending on his success, to be successful, and it's it's very peer driven. Um, it's 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 a little, um, um, you know what what uh, what is that word? There's a word for when you're like fawning over somebody, um, you know, <laughs> fanboy, fangirl, all these advisors that are like fanboys and fangirls of of Rehoboam, and he rejects the advice of the elders. What what are some examples maybe of of rejecting wisdom um, like that 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 we can take a lesson from? Well, I, I think, you know, first of all, let's 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 be clear. Just because somebody as is older doesn't necessarily mean that 
that they're wise, right? I mean, True. we, we <laughs> I've, I've known many, many cases where, where somebody has been quote unquote older in the Lord and they have done some of the, some of the stupidest things I've ever seen, <laughs> you know? So that doesn't mean they're wise. Why I would think, you do that? <laughs> I, I, I think wisdom comes from the vitality of a relationship with God. And so I don't, I don't, when I'm looking to who I place around me, Keith, I don't, I don't look for the oldest Christians. I look for the ones that have the most vital faith. I look for the ones who, whose, whose faith is so vibrant that, mm-hmm. that when I'm around them, I just, I just get excited because the, the word of God oozes out of them and they're just, they're, they're, they're right. And they're, and, and, and so those people are, are, um, are the ones I look to put around me. Now it you, is, you're true. talking about fruit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but now, now it is true or it should be true, right? That the older that we get in walking with the Lord, there ought to be a, a, there ought to be a, a, a conjoining wisdom there, mm-hmm. right? Because we're seeing, you know, as apostle Paul, when, we, when you follow his life, he started off and, you know, he was, he was the chiefest of, or he was the, he was, I'm, I'm messing it up. Yeah, he, he was the least of the apostles. He was apostles. the least of the apostles, exactly. Right. He ends with being the chiefest Chief of all of sinners. sinners. Yeah. So the idea is the older you get, you see yourself more clear in the light of Christ's perfection. And so I look for people like that to put around mm. me, Keith. And, and, and then, you know, to, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, what's, what well are they pulling from? You know, are, I mean, the, the, the man that I've chosen to, to have kind of as my mentor you can't be in his presence with a question without him bringing scripture instantly. And you're just like, that's the well I want to go to. I I don't, you know, yes, you can tell me about your experiences, but that's the well I want to go to, you know? And, and so I think the people we place around us, um, are, 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 it's, it's, it's really a great picture as to where we're at with God as well. You know, if, if, if I'm putting people around me that are, that are great and they're funny and they're quote unquote Christians while they're, while they're living carnally, it says something about about my judgment in that, and and here's the thing, Keith. I I want to be holy. I I, I want mm. like you do, and 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 I want people around me that will help me get there. And so there are people in my life, you know, that that I don't have a problem sharing certain things with. You know, mm. now you had mentioned something about um about about having a younger person, you know, that we pour into. You know, the reality is this, and and I, I want to challenge challenge our listeners with this, Keith. Scripture says in Hebrews chapter five. At a time when you ought to have been teachers, you need someone else to teach you the first principles, the oracles of God. Scripture would indicate that there is a progression when we come to put our faith in Christ, and there is a time when we ought to be being teachers. We Mm -hmm. ought to be discipling people. We ought to be taking our experiences and pouring them into somebody so that they are receiving counsel from the wise. That right. that is a natural progression of faith. And so not not to condemn anybody, but but if you've been walking with the Lord for any length of time and you're not making disciples and pouring back in with with what God has given you, comforting others with the comfort you've been given, you're going to want to look into that a little mm. bit and check that out because that's the natural progression. You know, that's a good thing. Uh, to bring up, you use the word discipling, discipleship. Jesus told us our mandate as Christians, how do I know that I'm doing what Jesus told me to do? I'm making disciples. I am teaching others what I've learned, mm-hmm. what you know, how to follow Christ. And I, I've heard this before, and I'm not saying this because I'm being a defensive pastor, although it might be heard that way. How many times have we heard in the church when somebody is dis, disaffected or maybe they're leaving and they say, well, I'm just not being fed Right, mm-hmm. I'm not being fed, and pro- and Hebrews chapter five is saying, "What? Wait a minute! 
you should be feeding. You you should a be you know responsible for the nourishment of your own soul on a daily basis by spending time in the Word. But what do you mean you're not being fed? Aren't aren't isn't it time for you to graduate? Isn't it mm. time for you to pick up the spoon yourself? And then at some point you have kids and you feed your kids, right? I mean that's just that's life. And and I would just encourage you if 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 you're looking at the church as the only source of mm. of spiritual nourishment, then I think you. you you would never go. You would never go from Sunday to Sunday without eating. You would in real life. You would not eat Sunday dinner, and then not eat again for a whole week. You just would not last. And we do that spiritually. And it is so important for us not just to go to church for the benefit of gathering to grow in the Word of God together with fellow believers, but to look for the opportunities that we're talking about right now to become ones who feed and strengthen and encourage others from what we're learning. And we can't do that if we are not growing in the Word of God ourselves. So this is taking us from a inward, self-centered mentality to an outward. Whether Mm. we need advice, and we've got to have godly advice in our life, what we're saying is, I don't know everything, I don't have all the answers, I need help. But we're also saying, I was not made for myself, Right. And I've not experienced this life just to benefit myself in the economy of God. I have been blessed so I can be a blessing. I've been mm. given wisdom and truth from God's word so I can share that with other people. Here's, here's how important this is, Keith. Proverbs thirteen ten. Through insolence comes nothing but strife, but wisdom is with those who receive counsel. So, so when mm. we talk about the importance of receiving counsel, it, it really, it, it kind of keeps the, the whole idea of wisdom going, right? You... I have gone through, you have gone through things in your life for a purpose, right? right? I mean, 2 Corinthians would say one of those purposes is so that you can comfort others with the same comfort you've been given. What is that? That, that that's, a, that's, a, that's a portion of wisdom. You are now finding somebody else in a similar situation. You're saying, hey, look, I've been through that. Let me, let me give you kind of some advice or some counsel in this. You know, you and I have been through something similar in, in our church background and, and the way that it, you know, I was, I was maybe a mile down the road from, you know, mm-hmm. than, than you on that. And I remember you coming and, and, and me saying this very thing, hey, look, this is so fresh. Let me share this with you. This is how, this is how we, we, we handled it. I, re- I really advise you to do that. You, you took that counsel. That's yeah. what it means. And so yeah. now you are going to find somebody in your life at some point who's going to be in something similar. And you're going to say, right. you know what? I received counsel. Now I give counsel. And, and bro, what I shared with you, I received yeah. from somebody yeah, exactly. who had been through something 35 years earlier. <laughs> so it's, it's something where I think that Proverbs 13, 10 rings true that, that wisdom is with those who receive counsel, That's you right. know, rather That's right. than rejecting it and saying, you know, uh, with, through pride comes nothing but strife. That's good. You know. That's good. Well, we get to the end of our broadcast, and one thing that stands out to me in this conversation about going to the right people for the right <laughs> kind of counsel, that, that's important, is that we're not an island. We're not meant to do that's this right. alone. God has purposefully placed certain people in our lives, and he's placed us in the lives of certain people so that way wisdom can flourish, so that way we can make decisions, not in a vacuum of ignorance or a vacuum mm. of folly, but with the foundation of truth and wisdom found in the Word of God. And, you know, one of the things about Jesus uh, that it says in the Gospels is that in fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy that he would have the spirit of wisdom. Mm. Even Jesus mm. would walk 
in the counsel of the Holy Spirit and in the the wisdom that comes from the truth of God. So we need good counsel. We need good advice. We're not meant to go alone. And so we hope that today's talk uh, from the Proverbs has reminded you that. Go find a mentor, Hmm. go be a mentor, and look for people in your life who can be a friend to give you Hmm. good advice. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio. Practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke. We hope you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. That's ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. At ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastors Steve and Keith. Shouts of Grace Radio is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church located in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.